Addicted people need a, a compassionate present which will permit them to experience their pain without having to run away from it. I think we're living in an age of addiction because addiction is, in a way, a technique for dealing with pain. And everywhere you look, every time you turn on the news, evidence of pain. It's a century since we made this really fateful decision to take addicts and punish them and make them suffer because we believed that would deter them, it would give them an incentive to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another riveting episode of your favorite life podcast. Dive into the shallows with us every single weekend. Now, the man with the master plan, Alex Tyshirt. Good morning, good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, And whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to another edition of your favorite live podcast, Shallow Oceans. Oh, fans, I know it's been an extra week of wait, but if you understand the pressure that I'm under, then you understand I'm turning into a diamond just for you. (laughs) Welcome in one and all across the world to the Shallow Oceans podcast. This is by far my favorite time of the week, even if it is a week later, because you know sometimes life can get hectic. There's a few times in my life where, Alex, why have you been keeping us asunder and making us wait on bated breath for the new episode? Well, I hope you all know that I love you and it wasn't planned, but sometimes life can take unexpected turns. I got extremely busy. I wasn't able to use the studios here because they were under maintenance, and so I did not do a show for you last week. But alas, when things come to those who wait, it is even greater and more appreciative, because I have been doing these shows for you every single week, and I thought to myself, why not just take the week off and bask in the glory of life and enjoy the moment? After coming off of two hot topics anyways of doing religion and politics, it was probably a good idea to let myself bathe in the glory (laughs) of post-mortem, you could say, from doing all those shows for you guys. So I am happy to be back. I have missed you tremendously. And with all of this extra energy... I bring it all for you now tonight to give you my love and affection and my insight and wisdom to let you know there is a brighter day ahead. There is so much more in store for each and every one of us, and the best part of all of this is the simple form of communication to talk and to explain how we truly see the world, to open our minds, to guide us to something better, and to be the greatest part of ourselves, which we never knew we could do. That is my job here is to help you. It is not my job to make you change, but to open the 
the door and allow you to change if you so would like to. That's the beautiful part of this, and I've missed you guys so much. So I hope everybody is well. I hope you guys haven't missed me too much, but at the same time, I hope you have been able to do something more with the extra time you have been granted. I know it sounds crazy to say. I know it might be a shock to your reality, a reality check one could say, but do you understand the premise of how beautiful it is to be alive right now? Do you understand how amazing it is that you were able to wake up today, that you were able to breathe, you were able to walk, you were able to do something different and be a part of something greater than your own self, a part of motion within this existence called life? We were able to be in the moment for another day because nothing is granted, nothing is given, and nothing is promised. You truly have to resonate with this when I say the fact we are alive right now, the fact you are listening to this show, hi, how are you? If it's your first time, welcome in. This is probably one of the most important things that if you can comprehend this, if you can grasp this concept, and if you can actually hold on to this and make it a forefront understanding and perception and perceive this to the base set standard of what you see as being comfortable, as happy, as blessed, as privileged, or as somebody who has been given another day to do something, just fathom the simple fact that you got to wake up today. You were able to do something more today. You were able to do something greater today. And if you went through hardships today, know that they are finally over and tomorrow can be a brighter day, depending on you. It's truly up to you what you make of it, because majority of things in life that'll come your way are tests, are challenges, and a lot of the time are just mistakes for you to learn from. There is nothing wrong with making mistakes in life. There is nothing wrong with doing something wrong. The fact of the matter is, is learning from them and not making these mistakes again. That's the premise of it. Everybody deserves a second chance. If you keep falling over these chances, though, well, then it's the fool on you to keep letting them do. That's all I'll say. But you have to really resonate with the fact that since you are Live today, since you are breathing, since you are able to be around loved ones, or if you're not, you're by yourself, whatever it may be, just really grasp the fact that this day is not promised. It could end at any second. It could end during the show. Not to scare you and get dark, but it is spooky SEN. <laughs> just know the fact that everything is truly important. Everything is very mind blowing at the same facet of knowing this is something greater. This is something we were meant to do, and this is a bliss. If you can just grasp it and be thankful for the fact you woke up today, and you were able to do something more, you were able to try to chase your dreams, accomplish your different goals, take steps forward in the notion of where you're trying to go with your life. If you were able to accomplish any of these things or just simply overcome things or survive a really traumatic day, a tough day, a hard day and get to the end of it and do at least something or relax or anything, it was a blessing. It truly is. The fact I have anybody listening to my shows, whether it be one person, no people, two people, 5,000 people, a million people, whatever it may be, I am extremely thankful and I get to know that I'm doing something fun for you and I'm having fun doing it. So thus, it should be enjoyable to listen to. So I'm very excited for today's show. It is the spooky SZ end, as I forgot to mention, and it's very ooh, eerie. So I will do something fun for next week's topic, since next weekend will be Halloween, the spooky SZ end. So I'll do something fun. I hope you guys still are very excited for this season, because as I am based in California, Los Angeles to be exact, it is nice to get more into the fall type and transition into winter, because it is extremely hot here in summertime. So it's going to be 
be nice to go to this colder season to bust out the sweaters. Oh, the sweater seasons. I can't wait. And also, if anybody's looking to be a cuddle buddy, you know, Tyler, I know you'll be out here for the Vegas trip in uh, early January. But if anybody would like to be the cuddy buddy for then, let me know. Females, that's definitely my target audience. (laughs) But as it is and as it is so, you know what to expect from me. You know what to come here to see and you know what I am here to do. My mission is simple. My mission is to not go too deep, but to go into the shallows of each and every topic. My mission is pure. My mission is just. This is a free-flowing expression form. This is something where I can dive into my philosophical mindset, where I can give you different ideologies and at the same time help you realize something about yourself and have a good way of connecting through you with communication, with opening up the process of us getting deeper into a mindset theory because we are trying to divulge ourselves into what it means to be a person, a good person, by simply being better than you were yesterday and understanding if you can live a pure and just life and if we can strive to be better, we can be happier, we can be more caring, more nurturing, if we can be a best part of somebody's day, if not our own day, then it is truly the premise of our being of people of being a person. It really is that simple. That's what I wanted to do with this, is have a free-flowing form of expression to let you guys know if I'm able to come to these hypotheses, if I'm able to come to these conclusions, if I'm able to dive deep within my subconscious, conscious, conscious, conscious of subconscious is conscious of subconscious. I'm getting too dark there. That's like inception stuff. Spooky season. (laughs) But if I am able to do this for you guys and show you that the ability to think freely is very powerful, it's courageous. To think open-minded is a very strong thing to do. And it's not an easy thing to do, especially in this world in today's age. So many people that you meet along life's path are not their own selves. They are just basically a mirror image of somebody else. The way I phrase that is because you have to understand people you meet along life's paths. A lot of them, when I say quote-unquote zombies or quote-unquote mirror images of other people, it's the simple fact that they are not their own selves anymore. They don't have a freedom of open mind. They don't have the ability to think clearly for themselves, and they are recycling and reciting other people's information, theories, ideologies, views of religion that has been told to them. There's so many different things. You must stay strong to who you are, because in a world full of all these people, a lot of zombies, mirrors, or people you, whatever you want to say, the only person you should be is yourself. And when you are yourself and you tap into who you truly are, it is the best way to live because now you are living a life you are truly meant to be. You will be happy. True happiness comes from being happy with who you are. Loving yourself is the premise of being the best part of yourself and tapping into that thing that has been locked inside of you because to divulge into this is to tap into the cheat code, quote unquote, if you're a gamer, which allows you to surpass your limits because you are now divulging into yourself. Your flaws are your best attributes. Your weaknesses are your strongest things that have just not been overcome yet. Understand that, use it, and let me help you and guide you along the way. So today's topic is something that I have been waiting to talk about because I could say that today's topic is something every single person will suffer from in their life at least once, if not a handful of more times. This topic is something that can have a broad spectrum from being extremely dangerous to heavy drugs or from things that can divulge you from gambling. There's so many different facets. Or it could be something as simple as being somebody who's addicted to movies, video gaming, something as eating 
eating too much, types of food, or having personal acceptance through other people, so you're addicted to having friends and a social life, whatever it may be, this topic is heavily revolvent around that. So this episode is on addiction. This is a very important topic in general as well, because you must understand that addiction is throughout every aspect of life. It can get you from every single thing in life, and it can hide itself and disguise itself as habits, as common traits, or as daily things you do because you think every day is a different day, but you never really truly understand that when you are blessed with the privilege of viewing this is my one and only, this is all that matters, you can start to overcome these different things and addictions because now not only are you listening to yourself, you're realizing what is hurting you, and majority of the time, if not almost all, you become so addicted to so many different things from grand scales to small scales and turn them into quote-unquote habits or they cover themselves as daily attributes, now they are slowly pulling you down so far down into this rabbit hole that you will never be able to climb out of it again. These addictions are so strong, they are creating a crazy amount of sedative layers over your mind to now distract you from what is actual importance, to now demotivate you from doing different things, and to make you stuck in the soot of complaining, of negative energy, of always looking around you to find something different to pinpoint for the actual notion of what is going wrong, rather than realizing you are the bearer of your own fruits of labor. You are the reason why these things are happening to you. It sounds very selfish to me and also very unconscious of you to say that other people are to blame for your attributes that are not good, that are negative. Don't get me wrong, there are situations where people can play a hand in doing things to you, but then again, did you allow them to? Did you welcome them to? Did you let them do it? Were you always welcoming to them? Did you let them by a sense of always keeping them around you? Did you know they were toxic people? All I'm trying to say is that majority of these things that I'm going to touch on with you tonight, if not all of them, are our own personal things that we have to overcome. Nobody can help you fight them. But I can do my best to help guide you to realize them or to take a couple steps back to sit down and say, okay, there is a couple things here I need to work on because I myself didn't even realize how bad a lot of these things were to not only my overall health, but the mindset of how I'm carrying myself. And that's a very important thing here. So when I think about addiction and what I view addiction as, it can be so simple as just something as a style of color of clothing you really like. Addiction can be something else as a type of food you really like like to eat. Addiction can be something else as a type of place you like to eat your food from, a type of thing you like to do on your time off, a type of genre of movies or music you're very into. It can be even something more extreme, like you can be addicted to sex, you can be addicted to alcohol, you can be addicted to the pleasures of the world, to adrenaline, you can be addicted to certain type of people, you can be addicted to a club scene, to outing scene, you can be addicted to being around a lot of other things that keep you away from yourself. It can be even more extreme stream now. You can be addicted to gambling. You can be addicted to drugs. You can be addicted to sex, which I have different levels and degrees of why that can be a bad thing. You can be addicted to the false sense of what it means to be into politics and all these different things of being somebody that is supposed to be quote unquote just and helping society when in factuality it is hurting you the most because you are so addicted to these things. Addicted to sports. Addicted to pleasures of the world. Addicted to fast food. There are so many different brackets of this. Addiction is quite simply, when I break it down, 
something that has control of you. That is what addiction is. And you might think that this is a weird way to set it up. It's really not. When I say it's something that has control of you, most of us think it's something as simple as cigarettes, right? Nicotine. People that smoke cigarettes, and I truly believe this is probably one of the worst ones as well because it turns you into a drifter, which I will do another show topic on. But when you become addicted to something like cigarettes, you must understand that your mind is in control of everything. Nothing will have control of you, but we have a false perception that we get so addicted to things, these things now control us. That's not the premise of how I wanted to set this up and explain it to you. I want you to realize and visualize the way I see this as well. When I see things that we're addicted to, it's because these things now have found a way to incorporate themselves into your mind's premise of vision, to now take away your cognitive thinking ability, to always manifest themselves in the notion of thought because they are the first thing you grab onto because now they are in the forefront of your vision. They are the thing that is always there for you when you look outside the window. For example, let's say you have a tree, right? A pine tree in front of your house. You're going to always see that pine tree when you look out of the window. So if somebody was ever to ask you, hey, what kind of trees do you think about when I say tree? Or what kind of trees do you like? Pine tree might be one of the first thing that pops into your mind because it is always there. It's in the forefront for you. A lot of these things also with addiction become with comfortability. You get so comfortable with it because it can be something that you think is benefiting you. A lot of people get heavy into eating because they think it's comfortability. It's comfort food. It's something that makes me feel better because it tastes better and it helps me take away my mind, my thoughts. It helps me feel a different way. It helps me get away from these expressions. Or there's a different thing like, for example, the gym bug. I myself can believe in this because I was going through it back when the world was open and we didn't have 2020 lockdown. (laughs) Back when I would go to the gym, there was a thing a lot of people talked about which called the workout bug. And when you would go and work out, you felt so insanely good because the fact is when you wake up right in the morning, you're not supposed to eat food right away. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this with you, but I did do an episode on health. You're not supposed to eat food right away. You're not supposed to break the fast that fast. You're supposed to take time. If anything, you're supposed to drink a lot of water and go do stuff before you eat food. You don't eat food right away. You won't pass out. You'll be okay. You'll be strong. I promise. I do it all the time. You can manage. The fact is when you go to the gym now and you have no food in your body, or let's just say you go work out, you can do whatever you want with your health advice. When you go and work out and you get to do like an hour workout or you go for a jog or you do some house workouts or you do cardio, for myself, when I would go work out for about an hour and a half, get the workout in, the cardio to start, get the nice lifting where I do supersets, where I do a high velocity workout of things back to back. So that way it keeps my heart rate at an elevated level and I'm constantly moving. I burn an extraneous amount of calories. When you would do this stuff, when you were done and your body came to a solid stasis now and you're finally just getting down and you're starting to get more calm. And when I finally came back to normality, I felt so insanely good for the day to come now because your body is moving. A body in motion stays in motion. Regardless of what we think or we know, the body was meant to be used every single day. We were meant to move. That's why we have opposable thumbs to pick things up and put them down. That's all you do at the gym, so it's a strong thing to do. When you keep your muscles moving, you won't get muscle atrophy. When you actually have muscle atrophy, that's something when you were to lay into a bed for a few days, maybe like three or four and not move an inch the whole time, your muscles are in shock now because they're starting to deteriorate. When something is not being used, it starts to disappear. It's just the way of the world, the way life goes. That's why as you age, you need to stretch more so you keep your joints, everything limber. The fact of the matter is, is once I was doing that and getting that gym bug, I was in the most high. It's one of the best highs you can ever accomplish because now you feel accomplished with your day. You literally 
suddenly are shooting off all of these endorphins are flying off the chain. You feel happy. It's a technical, chemical proven fact. It's just one of those things that helps you stimulate yourself. And I truly believe if you start your day like that or end it, whatever your schedule is, it's one of the best things for you because now you're getting into something that is better for you. It's a habit. It's really good. But at the same time, I can see it turn into an addiction. And this is where I suffered from when I was younger. And I see so many others do as well. When you're in this mindset now, you're in this lifestyle, you start to get consumed by it. And now marketing, media, you see all these other people, these movie stars, these other gym rats that are over there. I consider them gym rats because they live in the gym and they're always there. When you see these other heads now, now you see their almost quote unquote godly physiques and you start to think, damn, I want to look like that. I'm trying to look like Spartacus from 300, a ripped Greek god and take off my shirt when I go to the beach and say, Spartans, this is mine. (laughs) You know, you start to have this false persona because propaganda, it teaches you this is what you must look like. I will say you can look very damn good and dashing. I am proof of it by just simply eating really well and taking care of yourself. You don't need all these extra things, but alas, that's where addiction comes in. I started getting so addicted to this lifestyle now. I started taking so many things that were bad for me because I thought it was needed to get to that next step. I was looking for anything and everything I could to give me that extra advantage now to be like the best of the best because I thought that's what was needed. Most people would say, you need these things to thrive. I would say, no, 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 no. You don't need these things if you want to survive. That's the base premise of it. You don't need creatine. You don't need glutamine. You don't need pre-workouts. You don't need all these BCAs. You don't need to have test boosters. You don't need to have all these different roids and all this stuff. There are so many things now that are probably crazy out of my weight gaining proteins. You don't need any of this stuff to be at your ultimate best. You don't realize how much damage this does to you internally in a long-term effect-wise because it's not good for you. It's not meant to be in the body. It's not meant to be something that's digested and heavily intaked to give yourself that kind of a boost. I know for a fact because I went through it. I was taking so much stuff back then and when I was in my early 20s because I just got out of a breakup. I just started working out. I wanted to make myself a physique of something incredibly godly because I knew in myself I deserved it, but I got lost along the way and didn't realize what I was in the gym for the first place for, which was to be healthy, which was to be challenging my body and to keep me limber, to keep me mobile, to keep me motivated. That was the premise of what I should be there, but I got too addicted to it. I got lost in the sauce. Never get lost in the sauce because that'll be a saucy place to be and you don't want to be in the sauce, okay? Be careful. The sauce is deep and it can toast you. (laughs) So I started taking so much stuff. That is why I have now stomach issues even to this day because I was already eating terrible when I was younger. So much fast food, so much spicy food. And then you add all of these things I was putting on my kidney, my liver, my intestines to digest. So many of this stuff that I was consuming, it messed up my stomach, which in theory is what I was doing wrong. I realized how addicted I was to this, how much I was going to the gym so habitually when I needed time off to relax and to rest when the best way to do it is one day off, one day on, one day off, one day on. But you don't think that. You don't know any better. And I was taking so much stuff I could lift forever because my body was in shock half the time. You take those pre-workouts, you feel like your heart is going to explode. I literally got home and I would be shaking because my body is like, I don't know what to do, dude. And I'm like, I don't even know what to do. This is terrible. 
What I'm trying to explain to you is that the things that can be given to you in such a good outlet, the things that you can take and use in such a positive thing to benefit your life, to make sure it accents it, to elevate it, to always make it better than it was before, and to slowly increase your overall persona on life and the way that you view everything, and to increase your mood, your mindset, and to make you a better person, we take to the extreme, which most of us do in so many facets of life, and that's why we are hurt so much. That's where these addictions come into play. That's why so many people suffer from such extraneous things now. They are trying to cope. They are trying to find ways to kill the pain, to overcome the hardships, to overdo their wrongs, to make sure they're doing something better for themselves or what they thought or they were misguided to believe was the right course of action. And a lot of the time, it's the company you keep that gets you into these type of things or propaganda, things you see, things you emulate and you try to imitate. It's the sad truth. So I took it so so far to an extreme, it hurt me in the long run. So when I finally realized it, I stopped taking all that crap. All I do now is have a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables, making sure that my calorie intake is now coherent with my fiber intake. I'm not worried about protein because protein is the biggest lie in your life. You don't need to worry about protein. You need to worry about nutrients. That's the thing you want. When I started worrying about that stuff, I started to focus on the right things. I now barely work out in a gym, if not at all, because nothing's open. I work out at home when I can and I eat so well, I look great because that's what your body finds its stasis as and I feel amazing. My mindset is very clear now because I see the purpose of why I needed to be there. There's so many other things this plays a part in. You want another one? I'll gladly give you one I suffered from. Sex. Sex is a very hardcore addiction, and I don't even think we know how much it's destroying the fabric of relationships, our overall mindset of what it means to be with somebody, and the actual purpose of what sex is with another and a significant other, or just having that relationship and bond and connection with somebody for an amount of time. Sex can destroy people. Let me tell you, sex can destroy people. Sex is something that is extremely volatile and we get so caught up in it because it feels quote unquote so good stuck to the flesh. We're so addicted to something that physically makes us feel great. Don't get me wrong. I've had sex plenty of times and I thought it was one of the best things. But then in hindsight, I didn't realize how much it was taking away from me. It was creating so many sedative layers over my free ability to think for myself and to be a free thinker. I wasn't able to focus on anything because so many things were taking away from me. So many things were keeping my mind and my focus on the wrong things because I was so caught up in them. I was so addicted to them. Addictions don't have to come from nicotine or it's drug succulent or something that is so decrippling to you, it has your whole focus and controls you. It's basically like a demon taking over your body. That's not what I'm trying to refer this to. Addictions can be as simple as something that is a comfort to you. Addictions can be as something that you just latch onto to make yourself feel better. Addictions can be something that becomes such a habitual part of your daily habit, it hides itself now as a habit when it's truly an addiction and you need to realize that. So when I was having sex so much with my ex-girlfriend, we had sex all the freaking time. It watered down the actual enjoyment of what it was. We weren't supposed to be doing it that much, but alas, we were young and dumb. My mind was thinking with the wrong head instead of my true head. So when that gets you caught up, you get stuck in that kind of stuff. You get so addicted to it, it can destroy you. 
even after my ex. Now me and my ex broke up, and now I'm thinking I'm young, I need to enjoy myself, I must soil my oats and count up the numbers. As so many young men think in their mind, I was young and dumb. I went out, had sex with different people, and I was feeling lost from the whole sense of it. Because again, now people were wanting me for sex rather than for who I was. That's not a good way to live. It was watering down the facet of what making love to somebody is, what good sex with somebody is. That's why I told myself no more. Sex was taking my mind away. Sex was taking my focus away. Can you imagine all my young men out there, my young kings, can you imagine how far you would be in life if you stopped chasing ass and started putting half that time into developing your craft? Can you really mindset that for a second? If you just got rid of Tinder, you got rid of Bumble, you got rid of going out to clubs every weekend just trying to find people and mingle, and you really focused on something you're trying to do in life and developed your time into it and spend all of this effort into your craft to divulge yourself into a career, if not heighten your own overall abilities and path yourself into like-minded individuals to build something like an empire or something crazy? Can you imagine that for me? The fact of the matter is I was suffering from that because I was so addicted to that with my ex when I was on my free time now. This was back when I was addicted to the gym as well. You start getting so caught up in this lifestyle and caught up to the physical being of flesh, it literally cripples you. It literally takes away from who you are as a person and it's extremely scary. You need to realize that. That's why I gave it up. That's why I told myself after the last girl I had sex with, I said, that's it. I'm done with this. This is literally going to not benefit me in any aspect of life. I need to get my life on track. I need to focus on who I am right now and I need to really get into a craft and divulge myself into everything and listen to my calling. Listen to what my purpose in life is and what I'm truly trying to obtain in life and become. I kid you not, it's been over four years now, maybe almost five years now. I haven't dated anybody in over six to seven years. The fact of the matter is, is when you become abstinent or you just remove yourself from it and stop chasing it, you don't have to go extreme like I am, but the fact is when you remove it, you take a sedative now away from above your mindset. Envision yourself with your mind, your head, and above your head, there's just so many different layers, one on top of the other, just constantly stacking all of these things that are subtle addictions in your life, and you start removing them, you can see the sky again. You can start realizing how good life is and how much is in front of you and how much you can do and how far you can climb. The fact of the matter is the more things that are holding you down, those are more anchors that are pulling you deeper into the ocean. Start letting go of these things. Stop removing these things so your cognitive thinking can come back more clearly. You can start seeing the world for what it truly is and you can start realizing so many of these things have been incorporated into your life to control you. They want you to be in control of not yourself, but them in control of you. They want you to be in control of nothing other other than the ignorance of what you believe is to be the true facet of life in the being of being somebody. It's that simple. You may say, who is they? They are the people who make decisions for us, okay? They are the people who control big businesses, pharma, whoever they are. They're the ones making decisions for us. There's always somebody deciding even when we don't. That's why people stress to go vote. So you can't be upset if you tried your best, even though I think both candidates are terrible and we should all just write in my name so I can do some better for us. <laughs> but Harambe, the fact is, 
and what I was trying to build up there with that whole little spiel on it is that you need to realize these things can control you more than you truly believe they are. They can also take away from what it means to be doing these things, the enjoyment behind it. It can make it so neutralized that it's not even something that is even of benefit to you anymore. It's not something that should be cherished as much. It's not something that you should work for that it becomes something that you can accomplish that you feel so great about. For example, let's say you're in the dating scene, right? Since it seems to be so coherent and parallel to the subject at hand. If you're with somebody else and everybody else has been with that somebody else, do you feel better knowing that you've been with them too or that you're just another brick on a wall? You feel me? Like, don't you feel more accomplished if you were with somebody for a long time, you dated for a good amount of time, you guys were together for a good amount of time, before you even thought about trying to have sex with this person? Like, I'm just trying to get real with you here for a sec. What's so wrong with waiting to do something with somebody else? I know I preach about living in the moment. I know I preach about trying to live every day like it's your last and being consumed by every facet of what's within it, but I'm trying to tell to you that I don't believe that's something that should be on the forefront. It should definitely be something that isn't thought about right away, because then again, you're seeing somebody only for the sex appeal they have. Don't get me wrong. I am very much a part of society's incorrectness. I'm very much attracted to women who have those kind of bodies. It sucks. I know that, and I'm working on it so much because I want to find somebody with the inner beauty. That's why I haven't settled with anybody, because I haven't been able to connect with somebody on that level that I know can bring my soul to something higher, that I can find the next step of love, which is appreciation, not possession, which is there to help somebody grow at the same time my own self, and we can find a new level of happiness because of the cohesive relationship we have granted with each other. I can help build them now even higher before because I can be their backbone, vice versa, whatever it may be. And then sex can be that thing that is like the ultimate goal for us to eventually build up to, to have. So when we have that, it's like fireworks. It's like going to school for four years and finally getting out and going into your career and feeling like, yes, it was all worth it. My time and effort was paid off to get to this ultimate accomplishment. That's what I want to do with my life now. That's why I've been waiting so long because I've been focusing on myself to get to this point. If I didn't get rid of all my addictions, which one of them I need to touch on with you too, which pot, smoking marijuana habitually, if I didn't get rid of all of these things, I would have never been able to sit here right now to do this show with you and to leave these things as a legacy for anybody to listen to no matter what time, what day, what era, where they are, the fact is I wouldn't have been able to do this for you. If I wasn't able to overcome all the addictions in my life, I wouldn't be able to sit down with you right now and say, hello. (laughs) I hope you're enjoying this and I do love doing this for you. If I'm able to make myself a living example for you, if I'm able to live this life and to do it so much and to struggle so much and to give up so many things, then you are able to do little things. Let me be the motivation you need. Let me be that goal and aspiration of somebody you wish to be close to, if not to surpass. Because I don't believe that anybody can beat me. I hope everybody does. I hope the youth of our nation, which is the most important, the next generation of kids coming up, I hope I have somehow the ability to help them and to grow them because they need the most help in life, because they are looking for guidance. I want to do that. I want to let them know addictions are scary. Addictions can take you over and you'll never even see it coming. 
Most young people suffer from the addiction of gaming, suffering from the addiction of movies, suffering from the addiction of social standards within high school and trying to be accepted, trying to fit in, trying to find different things, trying to accept their own selves. There's so many of these things that will become in the forefront of you. It's extremely scary. Now you add in these different things now, like how drugs are legal with marijuana. You can go buy marijuana anywhere at any time of day. All I'll say to you is most of the things in life that you need a license to buy that impair your ability to drive should be questioned. That's all I'm going to say. There's a big reason why a lot of these things are legal in our world because they know they do more to hamper you and to make you not a very cognitive person. So be cautious of that. Just because these don't things have addictive properties in them doesn't mean you can sit there and tell me, well, I'm not addicted. Okay, when's the last time you didn't smoke then if you're a pot smoker? When's the last time you didn't smoke? Well, why do I need to not smoke? I can stop at any time. Then try it. Give it up for a few months and see how you feel. All I'm trying to say is that we get so caught up into things, we don't see how much we habitually use it and how much we misuse it, how much we're overusing it to where it's not going to do its purpose anymore. It's going to be hurt. You're taking away the beauty behind it. That's what addiction does. It takes away from you so much. Why do you think obesity is so rampant right now? Why do you think there are so many people with pre-existing conditions? Why do you think coronavirus has hurt so many people because they are not healthy people. Do you understand that? Do you understand that the people that should be at fault for this are fast food companies, are medical industries and doctors who don't teach you about prevention? They just teach you about how to help you once you're sick? The fact of the matter is there are so many things in front of us, we are not judging our perception on what is truly important. The factual thing is of addiction. Be careful of how much you're addicted to food. Be careful of how much you're using it just to feel good and eating things that taste good. You can get addicted to that. You can overcome this if you simply realize nutrition is what should be tasted and valued, not the sense of how much cane sugar is in it and how much cinnamon and how sweet it tastes and how spicy it is and how much texture it has and quality. Look at the ingredients. Don't look at the numbers. Make sure you see you have to be careful of what you're doing. That's the same thing that I can correlate to with eating your food. Be careful with what you are doing. You don't need to eat that much. You don't need to supersize. You don't need to have these many meals. You don't have to go out there and get the best tasting food. It can be extremely simple. You must understand that addictions are in everything. Addictions are rampant. Addictions are one of the things that we are suffering from within this country. It sucks to see. I see so many people. Here's another one. Social media. Do you realize how much social media is hampering your life on a daily aspect because your mind is simply stuck now right onto that? No matter what you're doing, it calls to you and it takes away from you living within the moment. This goes back to youth. I see so many young people stuck on their phones in a addicted to social media because they believe that's the new form of norm. When you are by yourself and you're uncomfortable and you don't know what to say, don't know what to do, you instantly go to your phone. Do you know how bad that is? Do you know how much you are giving away of your life now because you are not living within the moment? Your phone should be a device that helps you communicate to people when it is needed. Not sitting in the factor of something within the moment and taking away from the actual aspect of what you're doing. If you're sitting with friends, why are you on your phone? If you're out to dinner with your family, why are you on your phone? If you're sitting downstairs with everybody, why are you stuck on your phone? I'm sorry to burst your bubble. I'm sorry to hurt you here and really hit you deep because I know you might not be able to take this. 
Nobody really cares about what your food looks like. Nobody really cares that this is happening to you right now. Social media shouldn't be something that you post on every single day. People, do you get this? Social media should be a set premise of building a platform, if thus is needed, for branding, for your company, for something that you're pushing forward, like, for example, this podcasting stuff I'm doing and the shows I'm building. That aspect, that is what social media is there for, to connect with people, to help people, and to guide people, and to give them a form of entertainment. You don't need to go on there and post every single day. Girls, I love you. Ladies, my young queens, you don't need to be posting these thought pictures. You don't need to be posting bikini shots. You don't need to be posting you with your back turned and the ass spread out. You don't need to be posting three pictures a day of you in different outfits. You do different things. The fact of the matter I'm trying to get to is you need to see how addicting this is and how much it distorts your views of reality and what you see as important and what you're enjoying within the moment. If you are able to to do this passively, to use this once in a while, it's okay. I myself will go on and post different things I see and I like because I feel it is a factor for me to catch up and see what is going on with my friends and family. That's fine. But I don't post all the time. I'm rare to post once in a week if that. The fact is it's not meant to do that. We are not meant to be stuck and addicted to all of these things. You don't need to have sex all the time. You don't need to use your phone all the time. You don't need to eat all the time. You don't need to be using all this stuff. You don't need to be stuck in in a world where it's trying to get you in every aspect of life. You don't need to be addicted to making money. There's no need to make so much money that you never use it and you sacrifice so much of your life to obtain all this money and then you try to use the money to get back life. It doesn't work that way. You can't chase money and then hope money buys you time. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. Once you realize time doesn't exist, you won't be chasing money as much. (laughs) The rant I'm trying to get back to is that I've suffered from so many different things. I suffered from trying to chase money, so I was working too many jobs. I suffered from that because then I started chasing things that would make me a glamorous person. I would be in the forefront. I would be doing this and making good money. That's not what you should be doing. I was so addicted to sex, I lost the value of what it means to have a connection with somebody. I lost the true value of what it means to see beauty beauty in somebody else rather than the physical appeal they have. Because before you know it, that physical appeal will be gone. So why chase it? I'm not saying that you shouldn't enjoy what you have now, but find somebody who enjoys you for truly who you are and then give them the benefits of having the extra, which is the body. That's all I'm trying to say. Don't be addicted to food. Realize that food should be there for an occasional thing to go get some good food. Make your own food. Have something good at home to take care of yourself. Teaches you responsibility. Teaches you how to take care of yourself and have pride in being able to feed yourself. So if you have a family one day, you can provide for them too and cook good, nutritious food. Don't you want your kids to have the best in life? Shout out to Bobby G. He does very well for his daughter, one of the producers here at Fox. All I'm trying to get to again is that we must realize addictions are taking away from life. Addictions are slowly crippling us and making us not a sense form of what it means to be cognitive. It's creating you incoherent and you're not able to truly focus on what is in front of you. It's taking away from every aspect of life. That is why when you look up, you say, holy moly, it's been 10 years. Where has the time gone? Well, it was right in front of you, but you didn't see it because you're too sidetracked. You were too many addictions holding your hand that it never led you down the right way. We have to be cognitive of this. We have to really gain the sense that we can do more and we can be better. We can control these things and we can make a better life because of it. So don't get too scared of it. Make sure that you see it. The best thing I can do to help you here and to me, I'm sure you're saying right now, well, Alex, what do I do? How do I overcome these things? How do I know if something is an addiction rather than a habit? How do I know if I'm giving too much time into something 
and I'm not able to do it in other things. When do I know I need to pull back? When do I know I need to do more? It's very simple. Just think to yourself, am I doing too much? Is this the forefront of every decision I make? Is this always taking away from me? Am I sitting down and I'm talking to somebody or I'm thinking of something or I'm doing something else and all of a sudden that thing hits me now I got to go do it. Just like smoking cigarettes. That's why I feel really bad for people who smoke cigarettes because it literally takes away from your free thought. It's like in control of you saying, hey, it's my turn. Let's go, pal. And for those who are asking me, well, how do I overcome my addictions? How do I know what is bad? How do I know what is good? How do I know if I can overcome these things? To those of you who are suffering from heavy addictions, that are suffering from heavy drugs, from heavy addictions with sex fiends, from so many things that are taking away from truly your soul and making you become a different person, the best thing I can say is you need to have a strong core. You need to have good people around you and to listen to them and to realize it's never too late to restart. Don't be scared of jumping off the ship. You can always find another one and start again. Again. Don't be scared to start building another house to live in. It's always okay. The effort shows the glory, and then you having the resilience to never quit will help you build into something grand. Never give up. Never quit. Always know there is a way to do better. Try your best to avoid these things because they can hurt you. They can take away from your life incredibly, and they can almost end your life a lot of the time as well. Make sure you never get into these, but if you do, if you really do, and this is what happens to you, Realize there is hope. There is people out there who want the best for you, like myself. Reach out to me. Let me know if you need help. Ask me if you need any guidance. I am always here for you 365, seven days a week, any single day, 24 hours. I got you. The fact is you need to do your best to overcome these things. You need to have confidence in yourself. You need to have self-love. That is the biggest thing at the end of this day because if you have self-love, you would never truly want to hurt yourself then, okay? You can't tell me you have self-love if you eat terrible. You can't tell me you have self-love if you treat yourself terribly. If you don't love yourself and put yourself above anyone else until you find that significant other where you can give a lot of yourself to, you need to realize that. And you can overcome it, I promise you. Anything in life that has been a test to you can always be overcome. Just know this and try your best to fight it. For people who aren't suffering from as hard kind of things and you're trying to just figure out, well, how do I better myself? How do I realize these things that are hurting me? And how do I go about trying to make them better? How do I use my time more wisely? How do I go about making different decisions and trying to overcome these obstacles, but at the same time, use my time wisely? Well, the way you can do that is by sitting down and realizing what you're doing. Kind of think yourself. Have an open mind and realize, what am I doing with my time? What does my day go through? What do I do when I'm sitting by myself? How many actions am I going through? What are the different type of things that I'm going to fill my day with? What do I do in my free time? What is taking a lot of my money? What is taking my focus? What am I chasing? When you can sit down and ask yourself these questions, then you can realize what different things are. Ask yourself if you're doing things that hurt you. Ask yourself if you're doing things that you don't really like or if they're taking away from enjoyment of life. A lot of the time, people might argue with me when I told you about sex, when I told you about social media and food. Well, fine. That is your prerogative. That is your life. I'm not a judge. I'm not a God. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life or see you differently because of it. I'm simply letting you know the observations I make and to help you realize you can live a better life. You can live a happier life and you can age more gracefully within this life as well. 
realize these things, remove them from your life, and really test yourself. This is a challenge for everybody now. I want you to truly test yourself if you can live without these things too. Because if you can go a good enough time without them, then you truly know you are in control again, so you can start having some of it along the way. You need to be careful of what you incorporate. People that are alcoholics, I feel for you a lot because you don't know the mass amount of effect that is truly taking from your life. Because now not only can you be happy by being sober, not only can you not be happy by just being yourself, you have to have something that cognitively reinforces you to be in an enjoyment factor. Like this is something now that has been conformed as some kind of comfort. Like this is literally your way of relieving stress now. That's very sad to see and I don't like that because your own ways of living life should be that way of relieving your stress. I don't go home and do anything. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do any of that. You don't need it to survive. People might say, well, you're just, you know, goody two-shoes over there. Look at you. You're just rubbing it in our face. No, I'm saying you can do it too. I was a habitual pot smoker. I smoke pot for seven years almost every single day. I stopped cold turkey. You can do it too. Here's another one. When I was having these health issues, I was eating whatever I wanted all the time. And then when I was a gym rat, chicken and this, chicken and rice, beef and rice, I was doing this so much that when I just cold turkey and gave up meat and went this way with my lifestyle, a lot of my health problems went away. So, I mean, I'm just letting you know, you can overcome these issues and you can slowly become a better person if you choose to be. The fact of the matter is the base premise of this conversation and the way I was trying to mold this topic with you today is realizing addictions will take a hold of you and they will destroy you. You won't even notice it. It'll be a subtle assassin. It'll slowly pick away at you like water hitting a rock over thousands of years till it finally wettles it away and slowly molds the shape of it until you can never get it back. That's the premise of this whole conversation. That's the reason why I'm taking my time to explain so many of these things to you, to show you why I see so many of these things we are suffering from on a daily aspect that we are never allowing ourselves to truly be in control of ourselves again. So now when you're stuck on these addictions, these sedative layers, as I previously mentioned, are so stacked up above you, you can't see the light anymore, you will get caught up in all of these things now in life. Why do you think there's so many people still dealing with race? Why is there so much inequality? Why is there still an issue of people not having health care? Why is there an issue of so many people not seeing the simplicity of how life truly can be and we're just being stuck on puppets and just letting them deter us to where they want to go? The fact is, we need to be in our control of our lives again. We need to be the driver of our own car and we need to see we are the true guidance of the things we want to be in life. You can do it. I believe in you. I know you can give up on these things because I gave up on these things. If I'm able to sit here right now and to tell you all of this, to build this show, to go out of my own comfort zone, which is now not as true because I am very comfortable doing this with you. Hi, I, I actually look forward to this. You can too. You can overcome these things. You can better yourself. You can be in control. Give up these things. Stop using them as comfort. Stop holding on to these fake facades of things that make you a better person and these things that you are using to feel like you are more important, that you think that this is more better for you. Ladies, you don't need all this makeup. Guys, you don't need to have all these muscles. The simple factor is we can be good people. We can strive to be better. We can chase our dreams. We can push forward with what it means to be ambitious and find somebody a long path to be a good soul for you, to be something that charges you and you are a cohesive relationship and you are now the ultimate driver of your destiny again. Get your life back 
back, people. Let go of these things. Start to realize things you are using as habits are truly addiction. These things that you are chasing are not good for you, and you are ultimately being guided by the things that you are taking away from you every single day. Let go of addictions. Start being more control. Whew. Well, <laughs> I can say that I did not expect it to go that way as always. Um, that's probably one of my favorite things is sitting down with you with no prep, no plans, and just rifting as free-flowing as possible to see how I can help you, to see how this conversation moves forward because I feel that's the best way to do this because this isn't a show that's supposed to be here with imaging and production value and all this lights, noise, and sound and camera action, but Roberto! No, it's not supposed to be that. It's supposed to be something as I'm sitting here and it feels like you're communicating with me. We're talking together and at the same time we're challenging each other's beliefs because I challenge myself along this show the whole time. I really overcome my own views and morales because this is the premise of what it means to be alive, to be a free thinker, and to overcome addictions, baby. Woo! <laughs> I love you guys so much. I really hope that helped in some facet or at least brought some more insight to the way you see things. And also, I always say this, I will come back to these topics again at a later date because I know I'll have more to say as life progresses and my mind overall grows, especially when I have more guests coming on and I start incorporating different people from different aspects. I'm sure we'll have great things to talk about with you guys. So be excited for that because it's going to be a great time. So as next weekend is actually Halloween, the spooky SZN, I'm a big fan of the actual holiday. I loved dressing up when I was young. I loved going trick-or-treating. I loved as I got older, we would make scary houses within our different garages. We would go around the neighborhoods and scaring kids, get a little bit older and going to Halloween parties, dressing up, having a good time. All I'm going to say is this is a perfect opportunity to do a Halloween special edition show for you next weekend, and I'm going to call it scary. I'm going to take you through a lot of my past things that I've went through, the things I would go through, the different events, the type of life lessons I've gained, the different type of horror things I'm into, my favorite movies. I'm actually going to take you guys also to a past episode from one of the first shows I've ever done back in college. This is almost 10 10 years ago, people, back when I did a show called Reality Check, and I did a segment with my friend Nick Wright, where it was actually us in the studio, and I made it sound like we got lost, and we got zapped into this crazy world, and we were going through this horror mansion, and oh, it's going to be a great clip to play to you guys, and I'm very excited to see how much I've grown when I listen back to this. It's going to be a freaking blast. I'm going to give you so much. We're going to have some great topics along the way, too, so stay tuned for that, because it's going to be a great time. And I feel like I want to be topical with a lot of these things, too, since what better way to do it? It's my show right at the end of the day, so might as well have some fun with you, right? <laughs> so stay tuned because I'm going to release it on Halloween, and it's going to be called Scary. <laughs> yes. I, Dr. Jones, yes. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> to Dr. Jones. It's going to be a great time. You can already tell I'm having way too much fun. So thank you guys so much for staying tuned for this episode. Thank you for taking off your shoes and staying a while and listening because this is the Shallow Oceans Podcast and I'm Alex Tyshirt. So if you ever need me, if you want to reach out, if you want to see what's going on and watch my promo videos, the different stuff that's going to be coming out on YouTube or how to get connected with me, 
time on social media. You can follow the page on Instagram, which is called Shallow Oceans. It's all one word, and it'll come right up for you. Or you can go to Twitter, which is Oceans Shallow. For some reason, it's reversed, but it's okay. It still has the same premise. If you're listening on Spotify, what's happening? I hope you enjoy the show. If you do have an Apple phone, could you please go to Apple Podcasts for me and rate the show? It does a great thing for me. It helps me raise up. It helps other people find the show, so it gives me a better form of being searched for so I can help somebody if they themselves need to listen to this show. I'm not doing this for money. I don't care to make money off of it. This is simply to help those who need it the most to be something there for somebody as I know you look forward to these and having me be a part of your life every single week. So I look forward to it. If you can, again, go to Apple Podcasts and type in three words, Shallow Oceans Podcast, leave me a rating, and put a comment for me. Let me know what you think of the show, if the show's helped you in any way, and if there's a topic you would like me to rift on, I will gladly do it for you without hesitation. (laughs) So thank you guys again. I'm so glad that I could do this with you and be a part of your lives because this is by far my favorite time of the week. This is something I can do to help people grow and at the same time grow my own self as we move forward with his existence of life and we challenge ourselves every single day. There's no greater accomplishment than us trying to be better people every single day and to be kinder than we were yesterday. And at the same time, I think I'm low-key addicted to talking to you guys. (laughs) I'll see you next week. Spooky season! Happy Halloween!